Greetings, fellow citizens of Disneyland. Bricky here. Going to give you a little heads up on what I'm dropping as the 94 podcast over on Disneyland for Designers. Name will be changing soon. We'll get there. It's all a work in progress. I'm, I'm a very ambitious guy with a lot of things going on. One might say that if I did less, I could maybe do them better, but I don't like those odds. I want to just stretch myself thin. I want to put myself in every corner of the internet and do a half-assed job everywhere, hoping that one of these comes together to make a whole ass. What I'm dropping for you today is this. I've been doing a Monday news series over on one of my new YouTube channels, Bricky Talks Disney. Won't get into why I started that channel just yet, but the very first video over there does explain why, and it's all because of the algorithm. Everything I'm doing, the reason why I'm in all these different corners of the internet is because of the algorithm and because of what I've learned about consistency paying off with algorithms. And algorithms are now how we find all of our content. Everything is curated for us based on our footprint that we leave through the walls and the halls and the trails of the internet. Your footprint has brought you to me. Thank you for finding your way to me. So what I've been doing is I've been doing a weekly news video where I talk about all the different things that I think are important to talk about in the previous week in the world of Disney. I'm covering both Disneyland, which you know that I love, but also Walt Disney World, which I've been falling in love with, as well as some of the business news, some of the entertainment news that I think is sort of pertinent to the theme park fan. Can't always get into all of it because one of the reasons why I picked Disney as my subject is it's always has something going on, like full of energy, full of drama. I knew that if I were to park my ship here, there would always be plenty of voyages to go on. I'm not sure about that metaphor, but we're going to go with it. So I'm driving for you today is the very first episode of Bricky Talks Disney's This Week in Disney News. This is news that happened four weeks ago, which is why you're hearing from me at the beginning of this, because I wanted to explain the context. I've been recording this news show every Monday. I've been very happy with the results. I've been very happy with how it's making that YouTube channel grow, but also how it's been making my community grow. So what my plan is, is to eventually put up the video on YouTube every Monday, and then by Tuesday morning, have the audio version for you to listen to. But I'm a completist, and I want all of those to exist over here on the podcast feed. So if you'll forgive me, for a few days, we'll be putting up the older episodes until we can get into that groove of you guys getting the audio version on Tuesdays, because I know some of you aren't YouTube people. Some of you like to listen to this stuff while you're driving and commuting in the car or cleaning the house, and I want to be able to service that for you. So, hey. Here is breaking news from four weeks ago. Let me know if you're enjoying this format. Uh, this is going to be something that I'm going to try to get over here once we get caught up, putting something on the podcast feed every week. And I've also been working on some very deep-rooted documentary-style videos. I put a lot of time into the scripts, put a lot of time into the narration and the music, and I'll be putting those over here as well. And then we'll see if down the road we can't get some exclusive content. But basically... Audio is where all of my projects start. And sure, you can go over to Bricky Talks Disney and watch this, but you can also just listen to it and get the same effect. And when I think about how I consume news, I consume it on the go in the podcast format, even though I subscribe to those channels, have them on my DVR or my YouTube TV or on my iPad. I just prefer to take it on the go. And I'm assuming that you're the same way. So here you go. Here's breaking news, breaking news from four weeks ago. Hope you enjoy this. We'll get caught up soon, and then you can count on a weekly recap 
of all things Disney news over here on Tuesdays. Thank you so much for showing up. I appreciate you. Now on with the old news. Greetings, fellow citizens of Disney. Welcome to This Week in Disney News, your go-to source for all the latest and greatest stories from the magical world of Disney. I'm your host, Mark Bricky, and every Monday, Bricky Talks Disney will try to bring you the biggest headlines in Disney business news, Disneyland, and Walt Disney World news, as well as everything going on in Disney entertainment that relates to the interest of this channel. Join us as we dive into the most exciting happenings of the week and keep you up to speed with everything that you need to know about Disney. Let's kick off here at my home park of Disneyland where magic finally happened. It was exciting news for Disneyland fans when on Sunday, February 26, Magic Happens finally returned to Disneyland here in California. After its hiatus due to COVID, as you may remember, and then two weeks later, Disneyland would close for 440 days. And it would reopen, Magic Happens wouldn't come back with the park until now. However, because this parade is cursed, it had the first two days of its premiere pushed aside due to all the unusual winter weather we've been having here in California. Yeah, we've been having this thing called weather that the rest of the country experiences all the time. But the beloved parade is back and it's better than ever. The parade features favorite Disney characters like Moana, Miguel, and includes stunning floats and vibrant costumes. And the opening and closing song are phenomenal. The Magic Happens theme song is my pump-up track that I listen to when I drive out to the park. You nailed it, Todrick Hall. So guests can catch the parade twice daily, but be sure to plan accordingly as things do change with all the weather we've been having this winter. And I would like to suggest try to make this happen. Don't miss out on this truly magical experience. I love this parade. It's just, as I always refer to it, it's a mirror going up and down Main Street with the reflection of all the different types of guests of Disneyland up and down the sidewalk of Main Street USA. It is truly what I think Disney does best. And if you're wondering about getting the dining package, you can check out this video right here where I break down whether I think this is worth it or not. I'll uh, save you a little bit of time. Not. Mickey's Toontown at Disneyland has been bustling with new updates as everyone is anticipating the grand reopening Sunday, March 19th, which you remember has been pushed back 10 days from, I believe, March 9th due to all the weather we've been having. The crews are running behind schedule on getting Toontown ready for everyone, but the anticipation is just getting bigger and bigger as we get a new land reopening inside of Disneyland. This week, we saw the Good Boy Grocers has unveiled their full menu with prices, bringing delicious food options for visitors to enjoy. The one that really got everybody excited was you have the ability to create the perfect picnic basket with your choice of three food items and one beverage for $25.99. You can choose from delicious options like mandarin oranges, cheese, granola bars, plus more. So you can see that it's kind of on the snackier side and healthier options for your young ones at Disneyland. And you can stay hydrated with water or juice. I think what's going to be a big upgrade, though, you can get the perfect picnic pack, which is the perfect picnic basket can be upgraded with the blanket for $36.99. When I first saw the blanket, I had some crazy thoughts, which we talked about on last week's live stream of is, is Disney going to do the hotel thing where, you know, when you go to a fancy hotel or a resort, they charge you for gazebos. I started to get worried. Are we going to have to pay for a picnic space on the grass but no it's just a simple upgrade where you can get this blanket so you don't have to pack one from home i have a feeling that these will be very popular and we've already seen people picnicking when weather provides 
inside the little bit of Toontown that's already been revealed to us so we can make our way to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. But you can also add on the premium souvenir sipper for $16.99. So you knew there was going to be merch, but you might have not known there was going to be a picnic blanket and basket. But what's also very good news, and this is something that, that Disney needs to do more often and DCA really needs a much needed addition a new water bottle filling station has been installed in the area for guests to easily stay hydrated while having all that fun. And my favorite new attraction, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, has unfortunately been faced with some challenges yet once again when the concession stand showpiece in the queue has been damaged again. It seems this time somebody didn't understand the difference in nacho cheese and <laughs> your cheese. But hey... If you're into learning about how Disney fans aren't always the best behave, tomorrow we'll be dropping our second edition of Disney Guests Gone Wrong, where I look back in the month it was at all the Disney guests that just decided that the rules don't apply to them. And I rank them from bad to worse, letting you see all of the horrible behavior that's happened at the Disney parks as a learning lesson from us on how to better guard ourselves against some of the not so friendly citizens of Disneyland and Disney parks. However, in some good news, the Mickey and Minnie fountain figures have been installed in Mickey's Toontown, adding to the charm of this area. I saw them when I was at the park yesterday and just seeing them over the top of the construction fence just adds so much fun and magic to this area that I am, I am excited about and look for some great coverage on the transformation from past to present over on my other channel, Hey Bricky. And lastly, we saw the Cafe Disney Marquee sign is now up above the new quick service location in Mickey's Toontown at Disneyland. It looks like a lot of these separate places where you could get food services before are going to be combined into one location, which is pretty smart. And this sign just shows the fun of this area. Don't forget the grand reopening is Sunday, March 19th. Expect huge lines, big demand, but it'll probably taper off in the next six months or so. So if you're coming out for the summer or for this fall, you should be in a good spot to be able to enjoy the newly reimagined Toontown where there's an opportunity for every child to learn and play in whichever way is most comfortable for them. And all aboard, big news for Disney history buffs, the original Disneyland Resort Railroad engine, the CK Holiday, is returning into service. After being out of commission for over a year, the steam engine will once again take visitors on a trip through the park. The CK Holiday is one of two original trains that opened with Disneyland in 1955, paid for and operated and managed by Walt Disney himself, and has been a beloved attraction ever since. So visitors can once again experience the magic. Visitors can once again experience the magic of riding on Walt's train on this iconic piece of Disney history. Hop aboard and take a journey back into time. Coming this Wednesday, I have a documentary on my newest channel, Diz Cover called Walt Disney Incorporated that explains all about how Walt Disney set up a separate corporation to build and envision Disneyland away from Walt Disney Productions. It's a very interesting part of the Walt Disney story that's often not told about him and his brother Roy had lots of conflicts over the construction of Disneyland and Walt starting to kind of prioritize himself and his family so that he knew that his family would be set up forever with all of his hard work and fame that he had gathered. I highly suggest that you watch it. It'll be available this Wednesday over on Discover. Please subscribe to my new channel there. I appreciate you.
And in Disney celebrity news, Rebel Wilson has been banned from Disneyland for 30 days, oh no, after taking a bathroom selfie. The actress reportedly snapped a photo in a restricted area that violated park policies. While many fans have expressed support for Wilson, which is ridiculous, Disneyland officials are standing firm on their decision to enforce park rules. Good for you, Disney. The rules should be the same for everybody, celebrities included. This serves as a reminder to all visitors that the park policies are in place for the safety and enjoyment for everyone, and taking photos in a bathroom, even if you're in there by yourself, is never a good idea. So let's remember to follow the rules and make our visits to Disneyland a positive and memorable experience for not only ourselves, but for everyone else, including somebody who you might not know is in the bathroom when you're in there. Hmm, does Rebel make it to Guests Gone Wild? The bathroom that she took a photo in was the bathroom, the women's room, the powder room inside of Club 33, which is like off limits, off limits. You're allowed to take photos of yourself at Club 33, but you're not allowed to take any photos in the restroom. But that was too tempting for Miss Wilson. But it really, let's real talk for a second. This is just a slap on the wrist. I know 33 guest members that have gotten way bigger punishments for way less of intrusions. And let's also laugh for the punishment of 30 days. Somebody like Rebel Wilson is so busy, the thought that she could just get back down to Club 33 in the next 30 days and get back to Disneyland in the next 30 days is laughable. It should have been three months, six months, nine months. It, it should have been like what other Club 33 members have been punished for, for way less crimes. So definitely a slap on the wrist and they should not back down from what's already a weak penalty. And I mean, do you really need to take photos in a bathroom? <laughs> I mean, come on, that's just wild. And speaking of celebrity news at Disneyland, this week, the worst celebrity that I have ever met three times, Josh Gad, did a video over on Disney's YouTube where he's a jungle skipper. And let me tell you, I think that the skippers are the worst part of this attraction. The jokes are not good. They are cringy. I don't know where to put my eyes. I know some people enjoy these puns, I'm not a puns guy. I wish that when I got on the Jungle Cruise that there would be all boats or some boats designated skipper free. I would love to go through there, hear an old timey music on a broken AM radio speaker and get told fun facts about the animals or Walt Disney's documentaries that they used to make about wildlife back in the day. Like I, I, I just think that the ride is a cringe fest. So then you add Josh Gad who I have met personally three times and all three times he was just straight out a butthole. And I'm not going to get into exactly what happened because it gets into other people that still work for Disney. And it's kind of a mess to tell the long version of the story, but just trust me, I blur out Olaf in my videos. I try not to put Olaf in anything that I do because Josh Gad is just not a nice guy. And that's the simple way I can put it. And this just isn't like a fan being like, I don't like his cartoon characters. Like I've just met him. He's not a good dude. So to see him do his ego act on the jungle cruise, it's just one person I hate on one part of the park. I hate combined and it's just, bleh. so please Walt, why did you let this boat return? If there truly is a God, the Jungle Cruise monkeys would have delivered sweet jungle street justice on this boat and not let it have returned. And the video got tons of views. So it just goes to show that I'm once again an outsider, an outlier. I am wrong. And somehow this guy who is a jerk has fooled everybody into thinking that he's just a lovable guy, which trust me, he is the opposite. 
And in food news, we have the newly opened Earl of Sandwich Tavern in downtown Disney. Tried to go there yesterday. The line was very, very long, so we ended up bailing. But the popular sandwich shop is now serving up delicious hot sandwiches and refreshing drinks in a cozy public atmosphere. The menu includes a variety of options for classic favorites like the original 1762 and the full Montague to new creations like a barbecue brisket and a veggie dish. So whether you're a longtime fan or a first time visitor, Earl of Sandwich is sure to satisfy your cravings. The less expensive area where you can get the quick grab sandwiches have really shown a demand for affordable, quick food in downtown Disney. Uh, Earl of Sandwich has already shown so much more popularity than La Brea Bakery ever could in this location. But don't forget that this is just a temporary stop because Porto's is coming soon to this location, which is going to just have such a high demand. It'll be a hard place to get into and uh, it'll definitely change this little pinch point when you're really trying to pick up your steps and get into the Esplanade to pick Disneyland or Disney's California Adventure. And the Food and Wine Festival is back at Disney's California Adventure. I have sworn off these food festivals. They're just not a good match for me and how I like the Disney. However, my friends over at Ordinary Adventures did a video, which is the absolute best coverage that you will find. It's all information, no fluff. Peter and Kitra nailed it as they always do. Make sure to watch this video if you're trying to figure out what you should buy, what you should avoid, and the price points and best information on how to navigate the Food and Wine Festival Good luck. And switching over to Walt Disney World news, there is now Breeze Airlines that is offering a first class flight from Disneyland to Walt Disney World for $400 round trip, give or take a buck or two. And they're also offering a coach flight from John Wayne to MCO, Mickey's corporate office for 200 bucks round trip. Now the rumor has it that this flight service isn't gonna last very long. If you want to see what it's like for yourself, make sure to watch Adam the Woo's video where he flew just this past weekend from Orlando to Orange County. He does a good job of showing you all the different food options that are available on the flights as well as the first class seat. Didn't show the coach seat, but he did show the first class seat and some of its pretty interesting offerings for comfort and space. You can watch Adam's video and easily see if this is a good fit for you. This service is something that I think really needs to exist. And I'm surprised that it doesn't exist. The crossover between these two orange counties is absolutely insane. And it's even better that it exists right now at a value rate. I really hope that it stays because I feel like this is a service that Disney fans can really crush and take advantage of. So let's try to support it. Take those flights on Breeze Airways back and forth between your two favorite theme parks. And in political news, Meatball Ron, not my nickname, Trump's nickname for him. This is a big, big story. This is more for one of my editorial standalone videos like I did with the Disney cast members versus Disney. If you want to see me break this down in an editorial video, let's get some comments below to let me see that you want me to put the work in and I'll be happy to make it for you and to really go deep into the story. But keeping it short on what my opinion is, and maybe this is all that you need to know and it doesn't need to have its own video breaking down every detail. Rudy Creek versus Meatball Ron is pretty simple. I think that this is Ron DeSantis standing up to the biggest employer in the state of Florida. So when he tries to run for president, he can say, if I stood up to the biggest employer in my state, I will stand up to the biggest employers in this country. And I just think it's part of a long detailed agenda for him 
to personally look like he is the warrior against woke, whatever that may mean to you. However, it is so rare that you would ever see any government officials want to be responsible for more roads, more infrastructure, and anybody who's ever been inside of the Walt Disney World bubble knows that it's perfectly manicured, it's perfectly kept, and it's funny to think that any politician could do better than Disney has on managing this beautiful territory of land. I mean, as soon as you leave the bubble, you know, because the roads look like you're driving on the moon. So I really do think that Disney is a casualty and a much bigger plan that Ron DeSantis has for his future. I think a lot of fans are going to get caught in the crossfires of his political ambitions. If you want a longer video, comment below. Be happy to make it. We have cross-country food festivals happening right now because 2023 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival is going inside of Epcot. Meaning, spring has sprung at Epcot with the 2023 International Flower and Garden Festival, adding even more beauty to a park. Stunning topiaries of beloved Disney characters like Mickey and Minnie Mouse can be found throughout the festival. And this year, the newly debuting topiary of Tiana. Visitors can enjoy a variety of colorful gardens and exhibits. This year also includes delicious food and drink options with outdoor kitchens, offering dishes inspired by fresh seasonal ingredients. Don't miss on the celebration of nature and Disney magic at Epcot's International Flower and Garden Festival. It really does take this park, which is already an amazing experience, and ups it. I went this past February. You can see some of those vlogs over on Hey Bricky. And not being there during flower and garden, it just didn't have the same pizzazz that it does during that that festival. It really does take the beauty of that park and just uh, brings it up a notch. And of course, Epcot fans don't miss out on the one must-have souvenir at 2023 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, the Orange Bird Sipper. This is not quite as in demand as last year's figment. They got the super long lines, but this adorable sipper cup features the beloved character perched on a flower pot, making it the perfect way to enjoy your favorite drink while exploring the festival. And the little thing that he's holding, that little orange with the straw out of it, that's an old school Walt Disney World sipper that you used to be able to get and just kind of drink juice out of an orange but now we're drinking it out of Orange Bird's head. In addition to the sipper, visitors can also grab a special edition little golden book featuring Orange Bird, who's just a perfectly illustrated character. These limited edition items are sure to sell out quickly, so be sure to get yours before they're gone and celebrate spring and Disney magic with Orange Bird Sipper at the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. And a new magical experience has showed up at Epcot with Spaceship Earth Light Show. Featured music from the hit Disney movie, Encanto. The light show transforms Spaceship Earth into a stunning canvas of colorful lights and special effects set to the music of the Encanto soundtrack. Hey, these light shows have become a beloved tradition of mine at Epcot, and the latest edition is sure to be a hit with visitors of all ages. People love Encanto. They love the soundtrack. So to see that displayed on Spaceship Earth is going to be amazing. And for many these light shows are the most magical experience of Epcot, and I'm included on that list. Like, I, I think that it might even be the best magic moment that happens at all of Walt Disney World, and that's saying a lot. So when you're in Epcot in the evenings, don't miss out on this unforgettable display of Disney magic. Make sure to hang out around Spaceship Earth in the evening hours because it does all kinds of light shows at random times. And when we were literally getting ready to leave the park, 
saying goodbye to a week full of magic. We got hit with Rainbow Connection and uh, just standing there with Beth in my arms, listening to Rainbow Connection in front of Spaceship Earth. Like, what more could I ask for? What a better way to end a Disney trip. I, I can't think of one. And great news for inclusivity at Walt Disney World, Magic Kingdom has added a new doll and a wheelchair to the iconic It's a Small World attraction. This addition follows the introduction of a female companion in a wheelchair at Disneyland's version of the ride as a sign of progress towards more representation and inclusivity Many guests are thrilled to see this new addition to the classic ride. And moving over into sort of theme park news across all the parks, Disney is betting big on the success of Mandalorian and its fan favorite character, Grogu, who might now be the star of the show. First episode, uh, no spoiler, wasn't totally blown away by it, but I continue. For a while, you've been able to meet Mandalorian and Grogu at Disneyland, but now this past week that popped up at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And let me tell you, the fans that showed up with no notice to be able to get photos and selfies and to experience Grogu and the Mandalorian at Hollywood Studios was damn near dangerous. You can see by footage from Adam the Woo's vlog reflecting back on that day. It was wild. And none of these people knew that morning this was gonna happen. This was just people organically hopping over to Disney's Hollywood studio to get a chance to see Mandalorian and Grogu. But not only has this showed up at Disney's Hollywood studios, it originally was here at Disneyland, and now it's not limited to the US. For a limited time, a meet and greet with the characters is coming to Disneyland Paris. And this just shows how popular and beloved these characters have become. And Disney is capitalizing on their success by bringing them to more parks around the world. Don't miss your chance to meet Grogu and the Mandalorian at Star Wars Galaxy's Edges at Walt Disney World or here at Disneyland or for a limited time at Disneyland Paris, which are they still getting that half of a Galaxy's Edge? Who knows? With the popularities of these characters, it's sure to be a memorable experience and who doesn't want a photo with these two and to show off their love of the Star Wars franchise. And moving into Disney entertainment news, Disney fans get ready for a spooky treat. The new Haunted Mansion movie is set to release July 28th, 2023. This adaptation of the classic Disney attraction has been very anticipated and fans are eager to see how it would bring the eerie world of the Haunted Mansion to life on the big screen. Based on the trailer and the poster, which we each got this week, it looks like this movie may be more accurate to the storylines of the Haunted Mansion attraction than the previous Eddie Murphy version. While I still have some doubt about the film's quality, the attention to detail in the trailer and poster have given me and other fans a little bit of hope. For a closer look at the details in this trailer, be sure to check out Offhand Disney. His breakdown video shows you literally every little piece of the Haunted Mansion that we can find inside of the trailer. He did a really good job of deep diving in there and giving you all the little nuggets of our beloved attraction here in New Orleans Square and how we're already seeing it manifest itself onto the big screen. With anticipation building for the Haunted Mansion movie, fans are eager to see what surprises are in store when it hits theaters this summer. But we won't have to wait till the summer to see Peter Pan and Wendy. That's right, Peter Pan fans get ready to take flight with Peter Pan and Wendy, the upcoming live action adaptation of the 1953 animated classic. Hey, it's 2023, 1953. Do the math, that was 70 years ago. The recently released trailer has fans buzzing with excitement as the budget and effects look to be 
look to be of an unprecedented quality for a straight-to-TV production. This will be available on Disney+. Plus. I had thought that this was going to be released wide at theaters, but this is a Disney Plus release, which is great because uh, I'm paying for that service and I don't use it a lot. While some parts of the story have been reimagined to better reflect modern audiences, fans of the original animated version will see some of the most iconic shots brought to life in stunning detail. As someone who personally hasn't been too excited about the recent trend of Disney animation to live action remakes, I have to say this one has piqued my interest. The trailer shows promise and it hints at a magical experience that fans of all ages should be able to enjoy. Be sure to mark your calendars for the April release and get ready to join Peter, Wendy, and the Lost Boys on a journey back to Neverland. And Star Wars fans, get ready to explore the making of the infamous Star Wars Holiday Special. In the upcoming documentary, A Disturbance in the Force, the recently released trailer has fans buzzing with excitement to see how this wild piece of pop culture history was brought to life. What's particularly exciting is that this documentary is not controlled by Disney, giving fans a chance to see Star Wars content from a different perspective other than Disney's. It's a great opportunity to explore the precision and passion of Star Wars fans and the 1970s era. For those of you that haven't seen the original holiday special, it's definitely a wild ride. If you haven't seen it, I want to hear from you. How long did you make it through it before you felt like you were going crazy? Because, I mean, it is out there. Share your experience with watching the holiday special in the comments below. I would love to hear what you have to say because nobody has like a medium opinion on this wild piece of pop culture. So be sure to catch a disturbance in the force and explore the behind the scenes of this bizarre piece of Star Wars history. The documentary is premiering at South of Southwest later on this month, and hopefully we'll get a distribution deal quickly so we can all get a chance to see it. Hey friends, don't miss out on the latest news in the world of Disney. Join me next Monday for another recap of the week's biggest stories that maybe you missed. And tune in live each Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Disneyland time for community conversations where we can discuss your thoughts and feelings about the current state of Disney news. As always, this show is meant to be a conversation between myself and Disney fans, so I encourage you to join in the comments below and share your thoughts on all of today's stories or other stories you'd like to see me cover. And for even more Disney fun, join my private Discord server, Club 1313, where you can make new Disney friends, participate in live watch-alongs, park meetups, and friendly discussions about all things Disney when they break. By joining Club 1313, you'll help support me in creating more Disney content and keep the conversations going and going. We'd love to have you as a member. Join Club 1313 today. Thank you for watching this week in Disney News.